Oh, my God. Thank you, George S. Clinton, for once again pleasing our ear holes with your song? beautiful music. He wrote that was the one song he contributed to this movie. And you notice he got credited for all the music in this movie. Well, of course, we're talking about George S. Clinton. George Not, not Parliament S. Funkadelics, Clinton. George Clinton. God, funk so good. Uh, Murray... George S. Clinton is also a fan. Well, I'm a, a fan of mine. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of his, and you know why? Because he scored every uh, Canon movie. He, sco- he scored a lot of them, uh, but what he mainly wrote was the epic, the Apple. Speed. Somebody was talking about the Apple on uh, Twitter today. I told them your bim. Prepare for your bims to go off the charts. Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about BIMS all episode because why no, no. Why talk about we're, ninjas when you can talk about BIMS? No, we're here to talk about ninjas, specifically David Bradley. David Bradley ninja. Uh, well, we did, we've did. we done one movie about him way back when. Yeah, I it's barely been a long remember time. it. Yeah. Uh, American Samurai. Which came first? American Samurai or American Ninja? Oh, I don't know. His, because I'm wondering if they were like, they tried him out first as American Ninja, and they're like, he 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 can't fill the ninja booties of Michael Dudikoff, so maybe we'll make him an American Samurai. You know, uh, I'm going to try to pull it up real quick before I finish okay. this sentence, but I probably won't figure it out. Uh, but I think that Samurai was second. Samurai had a more 90s feel to it. Yeah, it did. So I think that Samurai. I think there were a lot more ponytails than Samurai. That sounds right, and he, his highfalutin apartment and all the artwork in there. I I just think that uh, that it was the art. We want to talk about some artwork. Hey, we got some artwork later on in this movie, right like, here, nineteen ninety two, American Samurai. Yeah, I think he just failed utterly as a ninja, so they just made him a samurai. Yeah, well, there, there we did point out one. Well, a fan of ours pointed out one very big uh, point. Yeah. Point? I can't get point off the brain. Well, you're right. It's a point. It's a point. <laughs> can you get to that point? So I the point is <laughs> that he not once, well, for like a five-second period, he's dressed as a ninja. And for the rest of it, he's just in a Canadian tuxedo, like all denim. Yeah. What was with that? And I hated that his infiltration uh, outfit, again, Canadian tuxedo, fingerless gloves, because... Maybe that was left over from the hang gliding. Have you ever tried to do a ninja hand symbol with gloves on? It's nearly impossible. you got to have fingerless gloves. I thought, yeah, that's a good point. you got to have the fingers. I was going to say, right. I thought Chan did them all with gloves on. I don't I don't, I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah. But the other thing is he, he was wearing like a Rolex. <laughs> well, yeah. Got to look good while you're <laughs> breaking and entering. Yeah. Um, and I, why my rationale was, I'm guessing because I guess David Bradley has a legitimate background in martial arts. So, I mean, we know the whole, one of the main reasons why Dudikoff was they, they it's all him as a ninja is because that was a stunt man doing everything. So maybe since David Bradley could do his own stunts, they were like, show that beautiful face, so beautiful you want to hit it, so it won't become a tyrant. That's very possible, and I'm glad you brought up. Even though I want to point out, and I, I hate to say this, even. Even uh, the great Steve James's uh, action sequences were pretty bad. There were some really awkward. Dude, there's a lot of bad action sequences in this yeah. one. You could tell they blew their wad on the first two. Well, you could you could tell, and this seemed like the kind of movie that's being written as they were filming it. So yeah. I bet they were just like, "All right, guys, just come up with something. We're gonna roll camera in an hour. Come up with something." Yeah, yeah. Or, just... here's the people you're gonna be fighting. You know, just spar a little bit, figure something out, and we'll film it. It'll be great. We'll have yeah. some hot dogs later. 
all a good time. There's a pool. Jump in there. Steve, you have to keep your shirt on. You're too good looking. Only in the pool. Only keep your shirt pool. on. Yeah. <laughs> but you brought up Michael Dudikoff, and we got to talk about the connection. Because this is the first time I feel like we've done a trilogy in the correct order. Because we always jump ahead. Yeah. So we had Joe Armstrong, Michael Dudikoff's character, who they do at least pay uh, homage to in this. They do mention A little throwaway him. line. A l- very one quick line. Before they, you know, jump out of a trash can or something. Um, but what was our original American Ninja up to? I don't remember. So I, I know t- there, he was on an island and he was forced to join. He was, a, he was a delinquent and he was forced to join the army. Yes. In American Ninja 1, Joe Armstrong was forced to join the military or go to prison. I don't remember why, but I think that was part of a murky background they were building Right, up for bad him. boy. He was like a... Bad boy, uh, James Dean type. Oh, he absolutely was. And of course, while on uh, on, I, I can't even think of what they call them compound, whatever those military bases are called. While on they're base, called military bases. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah, good riffing. Yeah. So yeah, he meets up with Curtis Jackson, who's in the third movie here, played by, of course, Steve James. The the, the glue that holds the American Ninja Saga together. Yeah. And so Steve James is playing savior for us because he's carrying the movie. Once and again. Dudikoff is, um, I'm still talking about the first movie here. Right. So um, Dudikoff's out there, you know, trying to get laid, riding around on motorcycles and shit, and telling Curtis jo- Jackson all about ninjas. So we get, you know, he saves the day, whatever. Then the second movie comes around. And you remember this one. Vaguely. Vaguely. I remember... I don't remember the plot. I remember things that happened. I remember them on a boat. Yep, they go back to another island. Yeah, and it's a party island. It's like the party uh, base. Yep, he's got. They're like they're uh, disguised as marines, and there's something going. You know, that's what it right was? because they're army guys. Armies are going missing. Yeah, they're getting kidnapped, so they go right. in there as marines, and they're like, figure out why all these people are going missing. Yeah. Okay. That sounds. Sounds plausible. Yes. And so Curtis Jackson and Joe Armstrong, of course, start getting attacked by ninjas and everything, and all kinds of hell breaks loose. I, I'm pretty sure that Joe Armstrong falls in love again, bangs around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that was from the movie. Yes, and also the that horrible stunt double where he looks yeah. directly Dude into the, the camera. Duty, duty double. The that, duty double. looks right into the camera. Yeah. And so that brings us up to speed, everybody. We're in the third movie. We're going to a third fictional island, uh, probably all still shot in the Philippines or something. Probably, and uh, you can tell this movie was just a generic movie they had sitting around, and they were like, turn this into an American Ninja movie. Is Steve James available? Yeah. Dudikoff available? Apparently, Dudikoff wasn't available because he was this burnt out. He was like, I don't want to be pigeonholed as the ninja guy. Okay. Smart move. Smart move. Maybe because his career kind of went nowhere. But at the time, it was a smart move. Yeah. And they were also filming in South Africa. And you know Michael Dudikoff. He's all about... Uh, Philanthropy? He, he, no, he was he was woke when there was no such oh, phrase okay. as woke. And he was like, I ain't going to play Sun City. I'm not going to South Africa. Yeah, apartheid. Apartheid, yeah. And, of course, Steve James had no problem. <laughs> He's like, oh, hey, whatever. You know, did the, 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 the check pass? Cash? <laughs> All right, I'll be there. Maybe he wanted to do more help while he was there. I think Steve 
realized this movie needed him, and he cared about the fans enough to not care about what Apartheid was doing. Yeah, like, maybe if they did a third movie, it would have ruined the first two movies, so he's like, I gotta at least make this movie passable. Right. That way, the legacy of the first two can carry on. And he does, because without him, this movie would really be in trouble. Yeah, absolutely. So, how did you feel about the switch from Joe to Dave? Because we've already mentioned he never goes in as a ninja. He probably knew his martial arts, but all the fight sequences are kind of meh. Yeah, um... I never thought I'd say this. I was kind of pining for Dudikoff. I was like, and yeah. I don't. And Dudikoff's like just a drip. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm still people. Anybody can give me a legit. Besides, he was awesome. Give me a legitimate reason why you love Michael Dudikoff. I would love to hear it in 180 characters or less. <laughs> because I don't get it. I, I mean, I get it when you compare him to David Bradley, who's a fucking. He's like human drywall. I and, mean, and this movie, I think I liked him in American Samurai. And this movie, I, I was this is this his first movie? I have no and idea. I think it was I because they, they did one of those and introducing I think David Bradley. Did, yeah. So I'll, okay, we'll give him. We'll cut him some slack. Yeah. Maybe he was like not comfortable in front of the camera. Okay. But okay. still, yeah, I was just like, man. I guess it's after coming off Avenging Force, I still was like, man, man, we, I, I wanted to see Joe Armstrong and Curtis Jackson together again. For sure. But it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So that's the movie we're stuck with, so sorry. Right. We still well, got, but we still have Steve James, and I want to point out, I'm glad this happened, he got top billing. He, he deserved top billing. He He's the only person carrying this movie. The dubbing is fucking garbage at points. Like Those, those little kids? The Why? little kids. But, oh, my God. Uh, well, well, we'll get into that. So let's just get to this this steaming hot trailer right now. Steve W. James. What's his name? David Bradley. <laughs> and Marjo Gortner, who I'll talk about when we get to him. Coming up right after this trailer for American Ninja 3 Blood Hunt. The way of the ninja is a world of mystery, and only the best can master its secrets. Now, a new strength has joined the competition. Representative the United States of America, Sean Cunningham. You made the cover of Inside Karate this month. This Cunningham is in our way. He is ninja. Thrust into a dangerous arena of double dealing, the champion must now become a warrior and prove himself faster, stronger, braver than a force of super ninja and more powerful than any who have come before to thwart a plot of worldwide domination. What is going on here? This could become the most threatening type of warfare known to mankind. Germ warfare. General Andreas asked for a superhuman. He's selling out to a terrorist? That's wholesale slaughter. Steve James, Marjo Gortner, and introducing David Bradley as the American Ninja. Now the power is in his hands. American Ninja 3 Blood Hunt. All right. L.A., 1979, hot year for kickboxing, martial arts kickboxing tournaments. Kickboxing was all people were talking about in 1979. I mean, Bruce Lee's huge at this time. Chuck Norris is a name. 
everyone has to be into it. I know I was. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we get to see <sighs> some very sanctioned kickboxing. This is real fucking shit. Not underground, no murder. Well, real. it's weird because usually you see kickboxing in a boxing ring. And this was just like out in the open. Yeah, it, it was a really weird. Like, it looked like the auditorium or gym or whatever they were in was made specifically for this. But it, it is a small you, was it, circular was, ring. Was it the same gym used later on in the ninja training sequence in the movie? You're right. That's exactly okay. what it was. Because it, well, it was very tiny. But I think that's also the same gym that was used in American Ninjas 1 and 2. It could have been. I don't know. The training center for it. I don't because, know, because this one looked really small. I don't know what what it was originally for. Like yeah. sumo wrestling or some shit? I don't know. But, but guys... Uh, we get to see our, t- our a couple of cute kids there by themselves. Clearly, I want to point out if it if they didn't say 1979, you would no idea because everyone looks like they're from the 80s. Yeah, like, they didn't you, even you try me earlier because I was like, it's the 80s, and you're like, yeah. no, no it was, it was, it was, it was L.A. 1979. And the only person who uh, has looks remotely, the only way you can tell is the 70s because we're cutting away. We're at the arena, and we're also in a car where we see our main villains, General Andreas and Cobra. And Cobra is wearing a John Travolta Saturday Night Fever suit, like the white suit with the black yeah. shirt. That's the only thing that says 70s at all. And I'm, I, Andreas, I mean, he's just old. Did guy, he have a mustache? That was a 70s he, thing to have a mustache. Yeah, so, he, yeah. he had the mustache, so that kind of pulled together the 79. He's cl- cl- clinging. So we see these two adorable little boys. So adorable you want to slap them so they don't become tyrants. I was worried about them. And for some reason, they're both being their voices are dubbed for some reason by like grown men. By grown men. By grown men. It's, and it's awful. one kid is just... Show me blood, and the other one, uh, <laughs> Sean, our hero, he's more chill. He's like, he can see, he's concerned because his dad's going to main event this tournament. Yeah, and he just doesn't make a blade, and he's like, "You need to chill, brother, who has no name. Because you, you won't be seen for the rest of this movie." <laughs> I thought it was his brother. It's his friend. It's his friend. It's his friend. Oh, okay. Which that makes a which little a more, a little sense. bit better, because yeah, this kid gets abandoned. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought, always thought it was his brother. I thought there was like it was like a ninja Sith Lord thing where there's only one student and one master, and they're like, "Sorry, you go to the foster care." Yeah, he's more uh, better at. In my first viewing, that's exactly what I thought happened. Yeah. But don't worry, that kid has no family affiliation. Yeah, okay, that kid is there for the blood, <laughs> and Sean's a little skeezed out, so he's gonna go see his dad in the locker room. He's getting a nice rub down from Azumo. What like? Zuma's like the master. Why is he like the subordinate, like massaging this guy? Well, no, I mean, uh, like Miyagi massaged uh, Kevin or whatever his and, name was. <laughs> uh, Daniel son. Daniel, yes. And so he's massaging his shoulders, like a little lower. 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 Oh, I got a little crick down there. And he's like, yeah, I've been here before. <laughs> and he's got, you can tell he's a ninja master because he's got a little baby Nang Chen going yeah, he on. Yeah, did. he did have that little Nang Chen. And well, so we're cutting back and forth. We cut back to uh, to Cobra and Andreas, and their plan. This is the brilliant plan. You want to go into it, Griff? Well, they have Cobra's got this grand scheme. He needs to get some government medical funding or something. He needs to do some serious science research into a, a virus. I think he mentions. Yeah, he he's got these big plans, and 
Andreas is gonna help him get the funding for it, the initial funding, because yeah, he needs. It's like, he's like it's like a startup business. Yeah, and he needs. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say fifty thousand dollars to start this. You know well, what? They're, they're in tough luck. I don't think this, <laughs> the gate for this place was fifty grand. But. Apparently, in 1979, an arena of two thousand people equals roughly. Hundred billion dollars. So. Yeah, yeah, guys. The grand scheme is they're going to rob the box office of a karate tournament to fund this guy's germ warfare uh, endeavor. Yeah, the, the security for this place because they've rolled up now, and uh, Andreas walks. Do you right need up. security? It's a it's an arena full of karate masters. <laughs> That's a good point, uh. but there is. Very. This looks like the sudden death security. It's intense. There's guys everywhere, glasses, earpieces, but they're <laughs> was there? They're just as awful because they look. Take one Why look at the badge. So like we're fucking nobody karate <laughs> tournament. But they, we're talking about the fact that they just drew in two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> on a two thousand seater, man. Yeah, that's it's impressive. Yeah, usually tickets is, were usually a dollar back then, so I don't know how that works out. This is not a blood either. This is just normal kickboxing. Yeah. Although, did you notice the one contestant did look like he had some of that virus we're going to see later? No, I didn't his notice His back that. was all pocked and crazy I looking. I think it's his back knee. <laughs> he was probably, yeah, he's juicing, that's why. Yeah. So Andreas, he sh- just kind of flips like a ID in front of the guard, and he's the guard's just confusing. He's like, yeah, just... Come on through. Who cares? Yeah, right. So Andreas waves like nine guys in, and they're just like standing outside of the 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 like money door. Now I'm just gonna it's call the, the box money office. Door. The box office yeah. <laughs> money door works for me. And they're counting all that money. They're like one hundred grand, two hundred grand because they have two one hundred grand dollar bills. Well, here's. <laughs> <laughs> So trickle down economics. One rich guy showed up and said, "Here's a hundred thousand. Let everybody in." And the next guy said, "Here's another hundred thousand. Make sure everybody gets a hot dog." That's probably the going rate. That for was hot probably dogs, where so. they made the money for the yeah. hot dog stand. Yeah, that's how you get them. I mean, you, you get them in cheap with the kung fu. <laughs> and you keep them with the hot dogs. The hot dogs and the Coca Cola, not Pepsi Cola, right. because otherwise you'd have anarchy <laughs> on your hands. Right. But I hated. I hate love this part. They're standing outside the money doors, I call it, and there's a guard there. He doesn't have the mic, but he has the sunglasses, and he's standing there while Andres is discussing the plan with his goons, and they're, like, looking over at the guard that they're about to murder. I was like, this is cartoon logic right now. Like This whole movie is cartoon logic. (laughs) It makes no sense at all. We're going to try to make sense of it. Oh, my God. We're going to try. But, yeah, so Andres is like, Move now. And a guy takes out the butterfly knife. Of course, he yeah, whips it around. Forever. <laughs> the guy, the guy's just, are you going to stab me yet? And he goes, now? No? No? You're going you're gonna to twirl some more? Yeah, the poor actor is, like, getting ready for, you know. He's, he's not, got he's got one arm pinning the guy against the wall. Hold on. Yep, yep. He's not quite well-versed enough on stage, uh, stage fighting, so he's just, like, playing dead, basically. Yeah, and then he finally stabs him. No one else gives a fuck. I love how everyone has an Uzi, but this guy has a butterfly knife. Uh, we had a couple different guns. Actually, there was, because, again, it was a multiracial gang. <laughs> and the, the one guy did have a MAC-10, because uh-huh. what else do you show up? I thought that they're the same to me. Yeah. yeah. So they're getting the money. What is our little buddy Sean up to? Well, Sean's looking for his papa. Papa! And as luck would have it, as he's going back there, his dad's coming out for the fight, 
and they all kind of collide together. Andreas, Dad, Sean. Yeah. And Sean, I mean, not Sean, but Dad, he wants to set a good example for his kid. So he's like, hey, you can't do that. That's robbery. And Andreas is like, fuck you, American pig. Yeah. And he just shoots him with his Mac-10. It was a Mac-10, right? That was an automatic pistol he shot him with. Okay, I don't know what. I wasn't paying attention. But he uh, kills him. And then we explain that all the little kids' voices are dubbed. Like, no! Yeah. That was Sean. (laughs) That was Sean. But we get his first person. What was Azumi? Was he around? Azumo? Azumo was his name? Azumo was just like standing in the hallway. Of course he was. Yeah. So when when the bullets started flying, Azumo just kind of like did one of those. Oh, he did his ninja magic. Went back to the shadows. He he did. And that was a well lit hallway. So the fact that we couldn't see him, very impressive. He's a ninja. He's a ninja master. He knew his responsibility. He's like, fuck, dad's about to get himself murdered. So I have to raise his son now. I can't get murdered too. Well, okay. Ninja magic in the shadows. But we get that first person view, and Sean, he looks dead in fucking Andreas's eyes, and he sees everything. He sees it all. He sees everything that man has ever thought in he his lifetime. He looked right into his soul. He looked right into his soul, and he's like, one day we'll be enemies. He said, that man is pure evil, and I will get my revenge. Yeah. I, I thought there was talk of him biting Andreas's hand, because he goes He back, did. He bit yeah. Andreas's hand. I don't even know how that happened, just in the middle of the No, and what hand. happened was he took Sean hostage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then his, that's when his dad got involved. Okay. Now then, we're we're bringing it all together. And then he bit his hand, got away, and then he shot his dad. Okay. So okay. Andreas gets back to his car. They pop out that of there. That damn kid bit me. <sighs> he bit me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Cut to 1980. 1980. Japan. Wait, 1980? It's yes. one year? One year. Because he's still a kid. He is still a kid. He's in Japan with Izumo. And they're learning. We get the nice montage, the training, ninja training montage. Yeah. with this the is fucking. The, this is the credit opening montage. Right. So, yeah. We get the fighting with the kendo sticks yep. and all that they're, good shit. They're going over the four sword defenses, techniques, positions. Four positions. That yes. was it. Yeah. And all the katas and all that good shit. All of it. And then we cut again. 1989. He's it's he's graduating from ninja school. Grip. Yep. The, our boys become a man. Oh my god! So we get this nice ninja ceremony. Well, yeah, they do one last like on the balance beams. They do a sword fight. Sean immediately gets his hand, the sword knocked away, but then he catches the blade. Right, and he's like, "You're a ninja now. I there's nothing more I can teach you. There's nothing. Did he have the? the... Yes, he did. We to oh, let you know man. that time passed. Izumo has a gigantic hillbilly. Gray goatee now. It's not. It's not a. It's just. It, that's. I don't believe that's a goatee. Because yeah, goatee just... is the chin part. Yeah, oh, okay. that's why you say it like. You, I mean, I mean, everyone says the mustache and goatee, but mustache and goatee. It's like okay, separate. But yes, it's just he doesn't have a mustache. Yeah, he, he just, just has, has the chin music there. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm proud of you, my child." You're. you're yeah, you're all done. So gives get, him a nice little locket. Yeah, he he strips him down to basically nothing. Loincloth. Loincloth. He puts him on this weird little slathers island, a little peck yeah. jelly tastefully. Yep. Tastefully, he puts on his very white. She. It's like a Ric Flair kimono outfit. Like I could see Ric Flair Woo! donning one of those. Yeah, need some rhinestones. But yeah, he brings out Sean's just holding his sword in front of him, and Izumo comes from behind with a nice little BFF locket. Attaches it to his... Kisses you know. his cheek and goes, you're now a ninja. You're not- 
I wish that was a real ninja ceremony. Kiss on the cheek, best friend like it. You're ready to go murder some people. So we know what Sean Davidson has been up to, but Griff, what's Andreas been up to? I want to tell you right now, he's attending a very important meeting. And Andreas, for, I'm sorry, what year are we saying this is? This is 1989. We're in the future. We're in the present. Ten years. Yes. Andreas has not aged a day. So that, uh, I don't know, what's Andreas, what was he supposed to be, Greek? I don't know. I have no idea. It's all that Euro meat. But he is attending a TED Talk. It is yes. a very important TED Talk. You'll notice that everybody attending the TED Talk, Glastonbury was there, they're all... He was, I remember that. He's like, yeah, <laughs> Hitler was right, <laughs> I tell you. <ya>. Germ <laughs> warfare is the way to defeat the world. Yes, because that's Cobra's thing. He's like, look, people, I want to point out, Cobra... Played by Marjo Gortner, B-movie legend Marjo Gortner, who, uh, if you don't know who Marjo is, before he was an actor, he was a child evangelist, Griff. Yeah. He was a faith healer, like exercise demons, all that shit, but he did it like as a five-year-old. Oh, my God. And when he became an adult, he finally was like, he had a documentary done on him called Marjo. Okay. Which, if you're wondering, that's a weird name. It's because it's Mary and Joseph combined yeah. to the name Marjo. Uh, that's kind of clever, actually. And he, it's a horrible name to have, though. And he revealed in this documentary, yeah, it was all bullshit. This is like this is the kind of techniques we use to, you know, fleece these gullible people. So basically, he was out of. <laughs> once you've told, like a magician, once you've revealed your secrets, you're kind of done with that that world. You're so blackballed. Be, so yeah. he became an actor, and so yeah, for a brief moment in the late seventies, he was in a lot of shit. I don't. I think this is probably his last movie he ever did. It might be. Yeah. But yeah, so he's Cobra, and he's he knows how to sell graph. Yeah. So he just we got and of course we know these people are terrorists because they're Arab. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have the most cliche like Arab like outfits on. They do. And he's like, I'm glad I can tell you there will be no more inefficient hijacking, no more bungled kidnappings or mistimed bombings, people. Because you see now terrorism can be scientifically focused to be effective. God damn. You know what? Scientific terrorism, Griff. Who, 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 I didn't even think of this before. I, for real, like. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, this is what good inventors do, though. They tell you what you need. Like, they figure it out, something that we've all needed. They look for a need, and then they supply it. Uh, yeah. People even know they needed that, but here's right. all these world leaders showing up to listen to his TED Talk, and so, they are eating every word. And for 10 years, he's been developing the perfect uh, virus. Yeah. I think. Maybe. And <laughs> and to show you, he has like these, they're like corpses. I don't know. They're like these men standing up. Yeah. Stripped. They were just wearing thongs, and they look like they're covered with this kind of virus yeah, there, shit. There's like six of them, and they're um, kind of like in an arc. It's kind of like that thing the Chinese government has. You've seen those. I think it actually came here. Yes. Where like the, the muscles you see, like they're they're actually political prisoners that they use, but they're like real life people where you can, they strip them down so you can see the muscles and really? shit. Really? Yes. I've not seen that and I'm terrified. Yes. They had that, that came to America. So it's like to show people like what the human body looks like, like as a skeleton and then with their muscles and it shows you all that. Yeah. Ugh. Nothing. That's what it kind of looks like, but it's, these are just regular people yeah. covered in. And, 
and fungus. They, yeah, they have mold. all these weird sores, and it's like from left to right they have varying degrees of the sores. So it's like okay, that was that was why. Okay. Yeah, you can you can see like how how it's kind of improved. That, that makes sense. It's a progression Not, to yeah. show. All I know is Cobra's making a lot of sense. Right. Uh, he's got a lot of science equipment, and then he has these very muscular men in thongs. He clearly knows what he's talking about. Right. You I got, trust you, this man. That's sex sells, Griff. So yeah. you got to show a little flesh. I mean, I stayed for the TED Talk he did after about how vaccines are ruining children. This is where that whole idea started. This is where it all started. I think maybe Cobra was it was really a vaccine. That was his plan. Maybe that makes more sense than this movie does. <laughs> they were going to infiltrate our vaccines with a super virus. Yeah, kill us all. That called make us autistic. That it worked, Cobra. Oh, damn God, you, Cobra! God damn it! But what Sean been up to? You know, he's flying to an island. Nothing much. What can you do when you all you only skill you have is ninja shit? Well, Murray, let me tell you. Certain islands do certain tournaments. Tournaments? Are you talking about the island of Triana? I'm talking about Triana. They're known for their martial art tournaments. Oh, absolutely. And, again, above ground. We're not going below ground this time, guys. No, this is on the up and up. Everything is above ground. No kumite here. No kumite at all. And so they all are being, being sponsored by one hotel, so they all show up at the same place. Every participant. I this think might have been the arena. It was, no, it was like the airport. It was weird how they all was showed the up airport? at the same airport. I think it must have been like you fly into one island or like one like country, and then you have to go like on a mini plane on a, yeah, on a to the island. island. Yeah. So all the greatest martial arts that you point out from great, you know, all the places that are the hotbeds of martial arts, England, Australia, yeah. no Asian countries. No Asian No Asian representation. But yeah, English was the big competition that they had. But um, of course, as soon as... I'm trying so hard to remember his Sean. name because he's such a zero. Sean. Sean. I, yes. Thank you. Sean, Sean Jeff, I Sean. think, was his name. <laughs> we have two Seans two weeks in a row. Um, so Sean walks in, and it's this like weird little tiki hut-looking bar. And he no, I think they're, just, they're getting like their tickets or whatever to yeah. like, go on to the, get on the what, plane. Whatever it is. But he immediately notices the very well Rest, very muscular, very just just oozing with charisma well, it's, it's and like sex and everything. When you're an alpha, you immediately go in, size everyone up, yeah, and your eye immediately goes to the major alpha, Uber alpha, yeah, one Mister Steve I'm, W James. I'm glad you said Uber alpha because I was like, if we're making Sean an alpha, well, what yeah, is I'm, that? I'm for sake of argument, he's the star of the movie. You know, I'm not. I don't you, believe that in real life. You already said top billing went to Steve James. I'm just so. saying. <laughs> He's the American ninja. <laughs> He's the worst ninja. And so yeah, so they he, start yeah, yeah. their eyes lock and it's just like they're they're fighting a battle of the mind right now. It's just like and then I think like uh Sean just looks away for a second. He lost. So now Steve is like, Okay, you're all right. Yeah. You want to describe what Steve looks like in this scene? God damn it, everybody. I am trying so hard to make this a reality because I absolutely love it. I have a Western kind of thing going on. I wear the bolo. I got the mustache. I'm looking at getting... No. Maybe I will get the boots, though. Probably the hat first. But Steve James has made me second-guess myself on this one. I don't know if I can do it. He does it a lot with people. Because 
He's wearing just a red shirt with the sleeves cut off. And of course, it reads, Shalom, y'all, which is an amazing phrase. Who knew he was Jewish? And then he's wearing a cowboy hat, aviator sunglasses, and a bolo without a collar. I don't know what to do with this. Was that a bolo? It was a fucking bolo. Okay, I, I, it wasn't like a like a chin strap for the hat or dude. Anything? It was a bolo. Okay, that works. I've I've studied that picture because I am obsessed with this outfit. I want. I do you think I can do it? That's a t- pretty tall order. I'm trying to top Steve James. I'm not trying to top him. This is totally well, just trying to in be his honor. This, well. Would you like me to go blackface and then try to do it? I would like you to do blackface. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's just looking amazing, as always. But before I get my chance to fully I fuck the shit out of Steve James, this other drip, the Potsy to Ralph Macchio. Wait, what's his name? Dex. No, 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 no. What? Uh, there's Sean. No, there's. I was Who doing else? the happy Patsy days. Patsy and thing. Ralph. Ralph. Ralph yeah. Mouth. Ralph Mouth. Ugh. That's yeah, like, we meet Dex. The ugh. he looks like this David Spade looking motherfucker. He's, hey guys, wasn't he dubbed the whole time too? No, I think his, he was. I think he was. Just, he was dumb. I don't know if he was dubbed. Oh, his audio was just so but, bad. Hey yeah. guys, you recognize him? He was on the cover of Inside Karate Magazine. <sighs> All right, I hate that voice. It's killing you. You're dying. You and, just threw uh, up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay no more now. Dexter voice. It's bad enough. And uh, Steve James is like, I don't read, bitch. That's for nerds. <sighs> Give me the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> I did flip through a couple pictures, though. And he's like, I got it right here. Can you autograph it? Ugh. And Sean's like, sure, whatever. And so... Immediately, this bonds everybody. Dex, yeah. Curtis, and... They're, they're the three Americans. Yes, they're yeah. the three Amerifriends. Amerifriends. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Amerifriends. Yeah, and you were mentioning it's a countrywide, you know, everyone's there from every... So these guys I get why Dex wants to hook up with these guys. I don't know what Curtis is thinking, Steve James, wanting this little loser to be with Well, him. he seems annoyed by them. All the time. He probably needs somebody to carry his bags or some shit. That's the only thing I can think of. That might be it. Maybe a body shield because he knows he's about to get into some shit. Curtis Jackson doesn't go anywhere without someone trying to kill him. Yeah. And he's a trained soldier. I mean, he's been in the Army for, what, 10 years? Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. he's gone undercover as various ro- Yeah, But he's, he's not undercover this time. It's strictly, yeah. you know, I don't think, I think he's not even competing. I think he's just doing an exhibition because he, we learned he that he's, been, yeah. he's the master of swords. They, Dexter recognizes him as Swords. So apparently, Steve James' nickname in this movie is Swords. And remember, guys, this is before 9-11, so you can carry swords onto a plane. Hey, you don't let that go. You don't well, let those leaders. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. That's so he's my got his, He's got his swords like in like in the little sheath on his back. Yeah. I did notice. I was like, he says swords, but he has one sword. That was That was weird. We won't. Bring that up later, though. No, that won't come into play That at won't all. come up ever again. But the tournament's going to kick off pretty quickly here. And it kicks off immediately with Sean Davidson and Joe Simpson. <sighs> Joe Simpson from the hotbed of martial arts, Great Britain. And Sean's uh, is toying with him. This is, not, like, this is like a Karate Kid fight, everybody. That it's, it's yeah, just Joe is all flash. Spar. He's doing flips and shit. Sean is just stock still. 
And they're like, they even, I love that little like. The announcers? Yeah, he was just great. He was just oh, like, Sean's trying to intimidate his opponent by staying statue-like. And it works because it infuriates Joe. So Joe's lashing out. He's lo- he's not thinking about his game plan. Yeah. And then Joe, fu- not Joe, Sean, for the flying kick, kicks fucking Joe out of the ring. But he was already outside the ring beforehand, so it didn't count. Yeah. But as soon as uh, uh, Joe comes back in, doesn't he like roundhouse him and just knocks him out or some Dude, shit? It, it was not a very great fight. It, it was such a lame squash, and the announcers were doing their best to try to hype it up. But Sean Davidson, the new American Ninja, he's just too good. You just can't compete with him, you know? Well, because he, uh, I forget what Izumu's line was. His thing was like, uh, like I think I wrote it down. Uh, why don't you, uh, you say something while I look at this up? Yeah, let me. Uh, so right now, I'm just going to go ahead and dictate what Murray's doing. He's opening his blue notebook. Mind and soul over the body. Sean, mind and soul over the body. I don't know what that means, but Izumu said You know what it means? He relaxed his shoulders, he bent at the knees, and he released all fear. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Shokazugi taught us that, but Izumu tried and failed at... Izumu was probably a disciple of Shokazugi at one time. He needs to get the words a little clearer, because especially when you're dealing with an idiot like Sean Davidson, that might get lost. Is it Davidson? It is yes, Davidson. Yes, it is Davidson. Wow. Even though I, th- I believe in the uh, the uh, preview, they say Cunningham, but it is Davidson. Oh, my God. That, would be, that goes right back to my fucking Happy Days yeah, reference. It does. <laughs> He's Mr. C. So the guys, they got some time to wait till the the, the first round's over. So they're they're hanging out outside. Yeah, Dex, he's just here for pussy. He knows he can't compete. Oh my god! Yeah. So he's like, hey, he's got all these babes. Like these are my new friends. What do you think, ladies? He knows he can't uh, impress the girls by himself. He's wimpy. Right. He's got like this horrible blonde hair. He's wearing like a little kerchief. He's yeah, got what, what was that about? I yeah. don't know what was going on with Dex. Nobody was wearing in 89 a little little kerchief, but he they, did. They were selling dork so hard. <laughs> also noticed oh, no. He was he had a button-down shirt opened but still tucked in yes. his pants. Yes. What and is up with wasn't that? Wasn't it sleeveless too? No, he had like a he had a t-shirt underneath and he had like he might okay. have had it rolled up like a la Jeff Wincott. Okay, I thought but, it was sleeveless and it's but, like he you don't have. What? Who the fuck would like like if like if I'm wearing this coat right now and I tuck it in yeah. my pants? It, like. it, Dexter is dorking it up hard, but he's like he, David Spade. He's got so much confidence. He's spunky. As well, when he all. has like fucking two alphas next to him, Dude, yeah. I don't know if he even needs two alphas near him. But he does use what he has. So he goes up to these two ladies, and he's like, Hey, ladies, I see you got three chairs. He's combing his hair back. He's just trying to look as good as possible. He doesn't look good. Uh, and he's just like, How about we pull up a chair and have a couple of drinks with y'all? And then Curtis, like, face palms him, sits down, grabs this woman's hand. Enchante, mon ami. Oh, my Kisses God. her hand. She's well, totally. Yeah, she, uh, she lets out a little giggle, and he's like, Oh, you're French. How did he tell that from a giggle? Because he, he can. How do you get... And he took her hand, never gave it back. He kept yeah. her hand. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Never gave it back? She never <laughs> attempted to take it back. She um, wanted it where it was. And he's like, hey, can I get you some beers, guy? And then... And then uh, <laughs> David... Sean. David? Sean. <laughs> David Sean. Uh... 
he's like, I'll have a Coke. Yeah. Um, and then and then uh, Curtis like, make that too. Make that too. Nice, frosty, cold Coca-Cola, nice frosty. if you will. Don't Two. give me that Pepsi shit, because I can tell the difference. Yeah. I'll fuck <laughs> you up. And while that's going on, uh, Sean noticed in the background, he's like, somebody Ninja familiar, is that is that Master Izumo being... Hauled away by some ninjas? And you know, it's so easy to tell because in the later years of Azumo, he grew that gnarly fucking new metal uh, goatee. <laughs> and then he still got the little name Chen, but, you know. A little he, grayer. He, we, can't, we can't see that, but we see that gnarly beard. And, um, yeah, I don't think he calls out at this point, but they knew Sean's ninja senses would tingle. So Sean is just like, guys, I got to go. Flips the table. Didn't need to happen. You yeah. didn't need to flip the table. No. Just fucking get out and walk. No. But so, um, so he follows them, and we get it. We get basically the uh, the real life version of the Nintendo Kung Fu game, where he just follows people into buildings, fights ninjas, goes up to a next level, fights more ninjas, goes into a room. Master Zumo is in like the lotus position, meditating. Yeah, it was just like a hotel room, and he's like, "Oh, Sean, what's up?" And perfect, like, a perfect Izumo voice and too. He, he's like Master Izumo, what, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Just chilling. Just and then he hears a noise. He opens up this, the blinds of the oh, room. Man. More you, ninja. Second time you watch this, you'll notice that Izumo's eyes keep looking at the windows, and you keep seeing the light get blocked as you know oh, as wow. the ninjas pass by. So we get we get another ninja fight on a balcony. Makes short work of the ninja. Because did you notice he has some fresh white Nikes and he was kicking ass with Dude, them? Dude, they were fresh as all hell. I don't even know how he got those things on a plane. You think they'd be like, whoa, sir, yeah. these are deadly. And well, they were deadly because he was kicking ass with them. Yeah, but it wasn't. He wasn't paying quite enough attention to his master because he figured his master would hold his own, probably. No. But his master gets uh, stolen, abducted again. Yeah, he gets abducted again. Again. And then he's getting up with this like, big staircase on the side of a building. They're taking him yeah. up. And then he fights some more, and he's like, Sean, help me. That's, help me. This is the part that was creeping me out about this scene. It was not like a ninja master, A, and he was so feebly going, hey, Sean, help. I'm over here, Sean. No, Sean left, left. Warmer, 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 cold, cold, <laughs> ice cold, hot. Use the door. Nope, that one's locked. Other door, Sean. Sean. No, no, Sean, I'm here. Oh. Here, Sean. God, he's so dumb. But he can kick some ninja ass, and that's basically all he does. He just kicks nonstop ninja ass. Yeah. And, and then, of course, we've learned from doing the show. God Where does it. all evil lurk? God damn it. They end up at the <laughs> fucking docks. Always. I didn't bring my boat shoes either. And we get this kind of really weird underwater ninja fight scene. It was horrible. They shouldn't have done this. Yeah, and he does this move. like First of all, we get a stock shot of a shark to make it seem more tense. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like this little archway or something underwater, and he sneaks around it, shoots up through it, punches the ninjas. They, you know... I, I think it it sounded cooler when they were writing it, probably. but when you see it in in real life, it's like this is pretty lame. I appreciate that they do the like sound effect of people punching, you know, in these movies, like the whatever you want to, you know, because the sound of a real punch is horrifying to me. But they abuse that so hard 
Like, the sound effects for these weak-ass punches is off the chain. Well, you can't be that strong. You're underwater, for Christ's sake. There's other moments in this movie where they use that way too, uh, 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 I don't know what to say, liberally. It should have been a little more conservative with how hard a punch was in this movie, I'm going to okay. say. Well, suffice it to say, he takes out the ninjas. He gets up by the water. Azumo has been taken away on a boat. So he's like, well, fuck. I guess I got to go back to Curtis and Dex. So come back to them. Griff didn't pick this up, but when we come back, this must have been an ad lib. I Dex saw, is I saw another scene with deep Dex and conversation with a girl holding a comb. And he's like, this comb is so important to me. Mm. I was like, what? The Fonz gave it to me. And they then uh, yeah, uh, Sean comes in, <laughs> face palms Dex again. Guys. I just saw my master. He got kidnapped. I need help. Curtis is like, you know, I just met you earlier today, but fuck it. I'm in. Let's- yeah, Sean or uh, Curtis is like kind of confused. Like he just kind of popped up out of nowhere. But then and Sean cannot hold his shit in this scene. Or should I say uh, Sean Davidson? Wait, that's it. Or David Bradley. That's his real name. Yeah. David Bradley cannot hold his shit. He is acting. For real, with Steve James. He is smiling while he's telling him, yeah, actually, I'm a ninja. And my dad died. He got shot. I was right there. I saw I saw the man who murdered him. It was it was horrible. He died. And he's smiling about it. He's a maniac. I, I think it was just, he's such a bad actor. He was thinking, to him, he was thinking he was coming off like he was out of breath and tired. He was, he was going, <sighs> While saying those and he's like, Hey Sean, did I tell you about my comb? I don't care about your comb. My master's missing. And so, you know, Murray, now that we know Curtis is in, Sean's got a goal, he's gotta get his master back, and Dexter's gotta tag along and be a bitch. We gotta see what's going on with our adversaries here. We it's been a little while, I think. It's been too long. We meet the new character. Chan Lee. Ooh. Who's got a sweet ass Mick Mars from fucking Motley Crue hairstyle. Yeah, she's got a whole ninja gi on, and then she walks into an office and removes uh, her headwear. And it's beautiful 80s fucking teased up hair. Yeah. I love that she pulls off the mask and it's perfect. <laughs> and she's talking with Cobra, and she's just like, I think this guy's it. I think he he's the perfect one for yeah. our plan. You know what? She noticed them before the tournament, too, because she was, I fucking the shit out of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she Are went. Are you sure to, she wasn't looking? Was Curtis in the background behind? It, he, You know what? They were like. Right. Curtis was just there. He, it, it had to have been Curtis there for an exhibition, because if he had competed, he would have won, first of all. Yeah. And then, two, he would he would have been the, the chosen one. Dude, you, you know, you're absolutely right about that, because they, I mean, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead here. The two of them hit it off fast. Curtis yeah. and Chan. Yeah. Just going to say that. So it had to be she noticed Chan. There was a mistaken identity. And then th- this is all like a, like a, I can't even think of his name, but it's like a Seinfeld episode basically okay. at this point. So, yeah, she's like, can you believe it though that she, he, he's a great fighter, but he's a fucking moron because he yeah. fell for, my, for that fake Azuzo we were using. Oh. What? That wasn't the real Azuzo? Ugh. A sumo. <laughs> so there's a lot of ninja trickery going on right now, guys. Yeah. So much so that we need to head back 
Deshaun, Curtis, and Dex. Yeah, and they're you know they're just pounding around. They ended up in some kind of slum, but as, like as you would it's, on the it's, island of Triana. Yeah, you're so they're like in a shanty town, and Dex is just like, guys, let's get some grub and uh, some nice wine, and we'll sit down and we'll talk about uh, past times when we fucked ladies. It'll be great. And as just they're about to, oh, okay, we'll do that. That little ninja sense starts tingling in the back oh. of, and you see the hairs go up on the back of Sean's neck, <laughs> and we see these very not so subtle ninjas. They just come out there. Like, these are the worst ninjas. Broad around. daylight. Yeah. They waited till they got in a clearing. Like they were going through this shanty town where they could have popped out at any moment, stabbed them through a shuriken, any of that. They wait till they get to the opening. Very. Very broad opening, so they're thirty feet away, and, and all the uh, houses look like those like cargo thing, like yeah, uh, yeah, and like it's they're li- they're living in like basically cargo uh, cargo one containers, mm-hmm. and so we get another. I hate to say it, man, this is a fucking boring ass fight scene. I it's mean, horrible. Everybody like. Everyone goes to a specific area. Sean gets up on top of him. He starts fighting a guy. Like a ninja's got one of those. I think it's called a glaive. Is that there where it's like a blade yeah, on the end of a I, that sounds right. of a stick? So he's he 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 got a pair of nunchucks from one ninja. So he's fighting a guy with nunchucks against yeah. the glaive. Fucking Curtis is like, fuck! I gotta take my shirt off for this shit, dude. He's so pissed off because he thought he left all the ninja shit behind him with right. Joe Armstrong. And that's where we get that little throwaway line. He yeah. says that he's like, man, I thought I left this ninja shit with Joe in the army. Should have said to make it more mysterious. I thought I left this ninja shit home when Joe mysteriously disappeared. And then oh. we could have this, like, what happened to Joe? Back to the shadow. But, no, they're not thinking that far ahead of time. They no. didn't know there was going to be an American Ninja 4. No. So he's got, he takes it off. He's got fucking tight as fuck black leather fucking vest on. He's got a little headband on. Fucking good. Did he have his swords with him? He did not. Okay, he so he's just like, I'm going to fuck you up with my hands. And he do- and he does, and while that Dex is taking on one guy, the one runt guy. of the ninja litter, barely, and he's barely holding his own, but yeah. he is holding his own, and so I think, uh, yeah, Dex is just kind of near like the back exit. So after uh, Curtis and Sean are done murdering like forty five people, they all three dudes manage to get away. Three of the ninjas manage to get away, and they all three ninjas, r- r- yeah, the three ninjas, they all run northbound, and it happens to be. Into a very well guarded. As luck would have it, Dex. He's he's always he's got his eyes open. He he can't fight, but he has his his abilities too. He's he, up on top of one of those shanty things. Just, yeah. Guys, they're going into that lab there, East Bay Ray's lab. Oh. And like, wow, it's it's like heavily. Why would a lab be so heavily guarded? There's like like machine gun turrets and all this shit. Yeah. And we see Curtis calculating it all in his head, but he allows Sean to spell it out. Guys, we're being manipulated. They're trying to lead us into East Bay Ray's lab right now, so we need to come up. We got to go to the authorities, guys. We got to go. We got to go to the authorities. We got to, you know, normally we just do what we want, but we're gonna play it by the book this time. Sure. So Sean's like, I'm gonna go. Everybody knows the the uh, Minister of Interior runs this island. <laughs> There's no president on this island. It's the Minister of the Interior, but it's hard to get a fucking like uh, interview with like a uh, meeting with him. So you got to go through a secretary first. Yeah, I love this scene because a I'm way into this woman. But Sean heads in, meets with the woman. 
he takes most of his shirt off. He's trying to really hit her with that sex well, appeal he, because he, it's a woman. Well, because I, I think Curtis is like, this is how you get shit done. He's talking. He's it like, might be like, because here. we do see Curtis get shit done later. And then he's like, here, rubs a little peck jelly on. Yeah. You look great now. You, you look great. So he's he's in the minister's secretary. Unfortunately, he doesn't get a name, so sorry. It's tongue twister. And she becomes a main character from here on out. She's just a secretary of the Minister of Interior. That's, yeah. That, that rolls off the tongue. It just rolls right off the tongue. But he's pleading with them. What's going on at East Bay Ray's lab? I need to know because these and ninjas attacked me and ran into there. She goes, well, they're making drugs. Drugs that are on the up and up. Yes, absolutely. Drugs you can't get in America. Yeah, that means they're good. Perfectly safe drugs. And you see like a shadowy figure from behind the blinds, you know, like undoes them. You see just his eyes, nods. Secretary's like, I've done well. You need to leave now. And he's like, damn it. So he leaves. So next thing you know, we see the guys are chilling at the beach. They yeah. still have time. I you sent know? you that nice upshot. You get they a little did moose a, knuckle of uh, get, Steve. Yeah, they got like a nice shot of Steve James, but you get right into that old taint region of Steve James, unfortunately. That's <laughs> good. good choice. And they, they, they're blowing out. He's like, I, I did try. They just couldn't get. And now I'm saying, talking like fucking Sean is Dex. Dex's like, I tried. They, they, wouldn't, they would hear nothing of it. They were like, everything's on the up and up. They wouldn't tell me anything. Curtis has bought into Sean, though. So he's like, you know what? I'll go talk to the island police. Do not worry. I'll do this as a favor, as a friend, because I consider you a friend right now. Yeah, I've now. known you two days. We're like blood brothers. Yeah, we're, all, we're both from America. We're both willing to solve things, and we both hate fighting fucking ninjas. Right. So, so he shows up at the police station. And Murray, jeans, belt, white-collared shirt, sleeves <laughs> cut right. off. This Un- is formal, Curtis. Unbuttoned Jackson. to maybe the second button up front, maybe three inches from that waistline. No sleeves can contain the guns of Steve James. I mean, he can't. He'd love to wear sleeves, but they don't make them big enough. Yeah. So yeah, he's got the dress muscle shirt on. Oh my god, and he is just throwing his weight around. Put your weight on it, Steve James. Should I just play the audio? Yeah, do that. Okay. Perhaps he doesn't want to be found. People come to this island to get away from other people, from financial problems, to get married. Yeah, yeah. Captain, I think you're starting to jerk me around. What makes him more special than anyone else? Number one, my friend saw him kidnapped. And number two, we think he's being held in East Bay Labs. East Bay Labs is one of this community's strongest supporters. Their business is making drugs, not trouble. Well, Captain Baby, that's kind of a contradiction. Because if they're not looking for trouble, why all the high security over there, hmm? To protect their work from thieves and prying eyes. And, uh... I resemble that remark. Look, Angelo. Here's some money, okay? Now go see a movie. Cheer up! Look, my man. I'm not your man. Now look! The less straight answers I get, the more curious I'm going to be. I wouldn't follow that route if I were you. Are you threatening me, Captain? Not yet. But remember that you and your friends were invited as guests to this island. Don't abuse your privilege. Or what? Good day, sir.
You're breathing my air. Give me back my money. It's fucking amazing. Like, Steve James owns a room. I uh, hate that he's not in more things. Maybe he is in more things. We that's like have the, we looked hard enough for no, his he movies? sadly doesn't have a lot of them. We're gonna do them all by the time we're done with this fucking thing. But that's the thing, and I feel the same way about Show Kazugi. It's always bittersweet when we do one of their movies yeah, because, because there's so few that we're one closer to no more Steve James Show yeah, Kazugi. Yeah, you movies. feel like you're burning the candle from both ends with those. But two. We, we need people need to know about these movies. So oh we, we that's our service to you. Yeah, for sure. Please look up these Steve James movies. So yeah, he's inti- everyone's immediately intimidated, but they're trying to show like they're not. So they're like, "Oh, we'll we'll look into it." Yeah, you can leave, sir. And then I love it. Like there's this one like goon for the police chief, and he's like fucking mean. He's like me and I and uh, our man Steve. Steve just gets in his face. You're breathing my air. <laughs> and then he just goes, yoink, grabs that dollar he put in his pocket for the movie, and just takes off. Oh, yeah. Well, they got all that. But uh, we cut back to Cobra, and he's explaining phages. This is something I'm learning about today. Uh, and apparently it was it was known commodity for action movie writers back then. We should have been using phages instead of we took ages. Uh, but he's just, like, telling all of these... Evil world leaders, just wait three more days, guys. I guys, it. I just need three more days. I, I promise. It. I got it all. Because they're funding this thing, and they're like, like, Andreas especially, he's like, where is my whatever you're going to do? We don't know what he's going to do. And he's like, I just need three more days. Three more days. Always like the, you know, uh, great seller. He's the Steve Jobs of terrorism. He's like, he, he, is. he can sell it. He's just like, just give me three more days, and you'll have Whatever it is we're doing. Yeah. yeah. You have three days, you. And then he just walks off pissed off. Yeah. And, you know, we see him walk off. But then Cobra heads into his office where he talks to Chan. And she's uh, telling him about ninja manipulation and how Sean is the absolute perfect specimen. And we need to get him. And we need to apparently inject him with the virus to prove... How potent it is! <laughs> yeah. That's the plan. Yeah, this is it. It makes perfect sense. He's called Cobra because this is a this is a Cobra Commander like pl- like plan. Like yeah. it makes no sense. Like Destro, <laughs> I have an idea. Get do a karate tournament with the greatest. Assemble the greatest martial artists in the world, <laughs> and then whoever wins will inject with my virus. <laughs> That doesn't seem very G.I. Joe. And Des is like, what you say, my dear Cobra Commander? <laughs> and so, yeah, so it's very, makes no sense. We we know our very evil pop. We're basically getting into our third act here, and we cut back to our boys, and they're running in the countryside for some reason, and they see a man using, like, one of those motorized hang glider things. Almost kind of reminiscent of the hang glider that Shokazugi has, yes. but it's motorized. yes. And it's also not collapsible. They leave it yeah. completely uh, intact. But they follow it uh, on the horizon to this tiny little shantytown garage. Do you it's notice like a, they, like use, a farm. they use that for everything? The little yeah. like sheet metal, corrugated sheet metal. Well, they get by as, as well as they can. It's, it's trickle-down economics on Trianon. Oh, my God. You know? it's, it, it's so 
ineffective. So they get up there, and what do you know? Some fucking high schooler put a little padlock on it, so now they couldn't just bend the metal back because, god damn, look at Steve James. He can bend that metal all day. He could just stare at it. He could just kick it. He can stare at it. Every single Chuck Norris myth is true for Steve James. Right. They're all true. Except maybe the beard ones because he usually only grows a mustache. Right. Uh, But, yeah, Dexter's like, guys – it's my time to shine cracks as Knuckles gets in real close. Steve is like, motherfucker, if I have to listen to you talk while you do this, like, you are invaluable to me. Even if you crack this in a minute, you're invaluable to me. And he's like, you see, the trick is it's not to listen for it. And Steve's just like, shut the fuck up. I'm sick of you. Yeah, because there's a combination lock. So he's listening yeah, yeah. to the tumblers. Yeah, but of course the key's not to lit. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Steve gets done with his sentence about wringing his neck, he pulls it down, opens the door. They're right in there. There's Voila, a- guys. And there's mm. two. Did I tell you about my comb? So, so Steve's like... <laughs> I ain't flying in one of those death traps. Oh, I'm going to drive the car. Yeah, they find a truck. So they're like, we're not only going to steal these two hang gliders, we're also going to steal that guy's and truck. And like in every movie, people just for some reason leave their keys in the visor. So Steve, you have to hotwire it. Yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of plans that aren't plans in this movie. So the plan for this movie is, <laughs> all right, we're going to fly these loud as fuck hang gliders. They are loud as shit. Into the compound, East Bay Ray's lab. Steve is going to follow behind a truck and have it ready, I guess, when they leave so they can make a getaway, yeah. I guess. Or they were going to open the gate for Steve. I don't fucking know what's going on. I don't think they know what's going this on. This scene is insufferable because yeah. it's the two. I'm going to try to get through it as fast as possible. Steve is riding along the road towards East Bay Ray lab. The two of them are flying in that direction. And suddenly, Dexter's plane starts to fail. As soon as he stops, you know, like, says, like, I'm so good at flying these things. Even if it fails, I'll be able to land it anywhere. Starts to fail. Of course. And so, being the chi master Sean Davidson is, he's like, you're going to land it on the car. On the truck. Right. Because anywhere else, you'll flip over, it'll explode, <laughs> yeah. it, you'll you die. You can't just land on the road that Steve's no. driving on. It's too bumpy. Too bumpy. Too bumpy. It's much you, easier to land on a moving truck. I mean, we cut into Steve James. He's on the bumpy road. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? Anyways, so we lands it. You know, after all the yeah. chi talk of Sean Davidson, like, ASMRing in his ears. Well, they cock tease okay. a little where he gets it to start, and then it stops again. Like, yeah. That's a little bit of that. Yeah, and then he, but he does land, and like he's out of it. So it's just our buddy Sean. Yep. He's going to, he makes it. <laughs> so he's this loud as fuck thing. As luck would have it, as he just goes over the gate, the guards, there's guards everywhere. They all look on the opposite way for some reason, just as he flies over them. Oh, fuck, shooting star, guys. Where? And everybody turns. Luck would have it, the shooting star. And that's another ninja magic. That's the shooting star magic. illusions. Oh, my God, that's perfect. So Sean gets in, and he's, like, on the roofs, and he's climbing over a nice glass ceiling. He's looking down, and he sees that fucking ninja training center, and they're all in there. They're doing their comptras. Yeah, sure. Captchas. Katas. Katas. They're Kamasutras. Kamasutras. 
and they're being led by Chen Li. Oh, and she's got this sweet viper red and black friend. Oh, she's looking good. She's so looking she, like she's about yeah. to throw some passes. So she's Alan. like standing up on this like dais, and she does a backflip off it. Yeah. And he pointed out, we get this nice oh tapestry God. that shows the nine powers of the ninja. It's per- the hand gestures, everybody, ninja. that we've talked about so many times. And American Ninja has done a great job of utilizing them in every movie. That would be a great T-shirt. I want that. Oh, my God. I I love it. And she's demonstrating some of the hand gestures. She's like, this is, I guess, is the teaching session. She's teaching these ninjas. Mm -hmm. And they're sparring. And we do hear her say later, these are my ninjas. Her ninja army. Yeah. And she's sparring with them, you know. And and then so uh, Sean, like, goes, okay, I I got the lay of the land. I'm going to go see if there's a way to get in here. So he gets inside, bumps into some ninjas. We have some more ninja fight. Blue ninjas. Guys. This is when we finally start to get into our Skittles ninjas. Are they like the red shirts from Star Trek? They're just like the bar- might the, be. the ones that just get taken out super easy. It's really hard to make out in this movie. I think it's in four that you really start to see how the colors line up to like skill level. Okay. Well, but clearly the blues are on the low end. They're rookies. Yeah. And he opens a elevator, more ninjas, so he fights them. And then a ninja comes out with a net. And you can't. You can't, you can't beat a net. Dude, we saw an American Ninja 2. Yes, we did. Joe Armstrong got beat by a net for a second. Well, he maybe uh, Sean would have got out too, but just as he's about to get out of that net, guy comes with a cattle prod gun <laughs> thing. Was it was it Cobra or was it just, just a random ninja? It was, it was a random ninja. Okay, so random ninja hits him with his gun with a cattle prod on the end. Yeah. Knocks him out. So we follow him in. He's been captured. He's been taken into Cobra's nice little sex lounge, and they lay him down. Joe's got his fingerless gloves, wearing his Canadian tuxedo, and, of course, he's got a nice Rolex on. I was mentioning this earlier. And, uh, yeah, Cobra Cobra does the, let me tell you my plots. (laughs) (laughs) And so, because we got to have that monologuing, and so now... We're all up to speed. We know he's got the super virus. It's got to be yeah, stopped, I, I think. I'm really not sure. I don't know what a tournament has to do with super virus. Yeah, the tournament, by the way, has been blown out of the plot. Can I, yeah, can completely. I just say, this is what I thought was going to be the plot, and it makes it's way more interesting and way cooler. I thought they were going to have a tournament to decide who's the, the supreme ninja fighter, and then they were going to take his DNA and make, like, clones or something. That's what I thought, too. And then make an army of ninjas, which yes. makes no sense in warfare either, but in the world of canon, it makes perfect sense. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In this ninja world, that would be perfect. <laughs> but no, it's like we're going to harm the best ninja <laughs> to prove how harmful our harm is. Yeah, But it's they're, like yeah. they're all humans in the end. So what... Are they... Are they? Because we, we learned something at the end. But we're not we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Sean gets placed in some kind of holding cell. and uh, He's while, meditating. He's doing what Izumo oh, taught him. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Izumo. He's growing out his little chin, chin music. He's listening to some POD and some corn. Just meditating. Yeah, that's that's what I meditate to corn. Oh, and Chan opens up his little. He's got, he's got that door with the eye slit, slit mm, yeah. in it. So Chan ends up popping that door open. She's like, you, American, come here. I need to talk to you. And she, I, I forget what she explains here. Wasn't she basically like, says, like, this This is nothing that makes no sense. I thought, okay. This is nothing that makes no sense? Yes. <laughs> it makes about as much sense as what I just said. Because <laughs> what she explains is I was assuming 
she was going to reveal she was from the CIA or Interpol or something. No, yes. she's like, I've been working because I thought they, I believed in their plan. Yes. First of all, first of all she's as confused as we are because yes. she assumes, she's thinking this is a good plan. She's like, I thought they were going to use this for good. This germ is going to kill everybody, but they're doing it for evil. I mean, again, on the second watch through, I could see how she was also being mis, uh, misconceived during this whole thing. She somehow thought that Cobra was doing things for good. She might have just been completely dumbing herself to the whole situation. And being know. that close to Cobra, I think that's exactly what was happening. Okay. Cobra has a way with words. He can just, he's like Trump, man. He can just talk. He's like Glastonbury, man. Next thing anything. you know, you're fucking hunting good old American heroes in the woods. That's probably why Glastonbury's here. He's like, I don't care about this germ thing. I'm looking for some good specimens to hunt. <laughs> can we not inject him with the virus and put him in uh, the Louisiana How woods? much for that, man? <laughs> I like the thong thing you got going on here. Brilliant. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, secretary, she shows up at East Bay Ray Labs, I think. And she, oh yeah, she talks to Cobra. Yeah. And I love the, the laboratory. It's so obviously a set. They're like black curtains in the background. Like, and I want to say this beautiful painting on the wall. You it, love that painting. It's a naked woman's torso, <laughs> like, like lying on a beach with like... Doves, like 12 doves flying on the top of it. There's a lot going on. And like a sunset or some shit. And oh, it's all man. like bl- it's on black velvet and it's all like white on oh, black velvet. That's, uh, that's an original by Bob Ross's uh, <laughs> other son that you didn't hear about. Classy as fuck. Rob Ross. Rob Ross. Oh, my God. He was a sli- he grew Rob like Boss. Creepy mustache. Yeah. And yeah. And they're t- cause they're have, you notice it because they're a conversation right in front of it. And she's like, look. I know what you're really doing. Yeah. And I want in. I want in because look, I'm corrupt. I'm in the government. Of course I'm corrupt. Here's the thing. I'm a woman. Glass ceilings are real. Are you are, are you are you down with the feminist movement? And Cobra is just striking those fingers together. He's like, "Oh, absolutely. I think you have the right information to move right on up the chain here." And so she's like, "I'm glad we're in Simpatico. When we're done, you're going to be Minister of Interior." That's what I want to hear, because look, Minister of Secretary, Minister Secretary, Secretary Minister of Se- Interior, <laughs> has done. She, she's amazing. She's pushing so much water in this. He's gone as far as a woman can go on this backward island called Triana. Exactly, and she wants more. So the deal is worked out, and Cobra, he's got his other right hand man right there, and he's like, hey, follow her. I think his name was Hol- Holgren. Holgren? Yes, I think that was. He was like another scientist that was working. I, yeah. I don't know why he's doing henchman work, because he's I a scientist. Why, yeah. Why, are you, oh my God. So he's like, hey, Ninja, come on. Blue Ninja, you're with me. Yeah, and they, so, they, they hop in their nice Rolls Royce. So Secretary of Minister of Interior is like leaving the compound, and she notices right away. She can tell. She's, cause you, Did, notice, you notice when the ninja is in a car following you. Yeah. Something's wrong. Did you notice who else noticed? Curtis and Dex? Curtis and Dex. They're still outside waiting. It's next day, people. Yeah, and they're waiting for uh, Sean Davidson. God, I, I hate that name, and I keep forgetting well, it. I, I want to point out, like, the whole point of having Sean and Dex there is to wait. Yeah. And, like, ten minutes into it, Dex is like, so we're leaving? Dude, it's been a whole day. <laughs> no, it was, it was even, like, earlier than that. Okay, okay. And Curtis is like... Uh, no stupid. We're fucking here to get okay. fucking Sean. Because we're we're on the next day. Yeah, we're on the next day yeah. now. Yeah. 
Okay. So now even Kurt, like, even Dex knows something's wrong. Yeah. Because he shouldn't be here for a full day. It was for just sure. a little quick recon. And so we get a nice boring car chase between the secretary of the minister of the interior. Yeah, she she uh, she was. You were like, wow, for a secretary, she sure can drive. What's going on? Oh my god, she was like going up on two wheels, getting into alleyways. It was James Bond shit. It was impressive. It was Fast and Furious shit. Fast and Except it was real. It wasn't CGI. Yeah, it was all real. All boring for me, but all real. And she's like, I know I can lose these turkeys. There's a little alleyway full of explosives. I'm going to lure them in. The abandoned explosive alleyway? <laughs> yes. Oh. So, Damn it. so there's this cardboard boxes like on the side of the road. Bad guy car runs in these boxes, bursts into flames. Oh. And then they hit a ramp. Well, she flying. led them into them. Goes flying, crashes, car explodes, but they get out. They get out. They know how to do the tuck and roll. And then the car, like, secretary, the fucking stops the car, like, you know, about 100 yards away so they can't see her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, winks at the camera, and then starts pulling at yeah, her forehead. She, she, she pulls up her, well, now it's apparent, it's a wig. It looked she, like a wig. She's got a little seam, and she rips at it, and... Oh my god, it zooms out. It's Chan. Ninja magic, people. Dude, I love the ninja magic. All the ninja magic. Let's get more ninja magic. So now we know Chan's on our side now, guys. She's flipped. Yeah, she has to. So, where are we at? Oh, okay. So we find out about Chan. Where uh, Chan she... shows up where Curtis and Dex are. Yeah. And she's like, look. Just you outside you, of East Bay you don't, Labs. You don't know me, but you seem like trusting people. I, your your foot, your buddy, Sean, Sean David, yeah. is in there. They're going to use this virus on him. Yeah. I know. I have a plan. Please don't. I know you guys won't fuck it up. I know you guys always listen and always do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. She She's looking at Curtis Jackson. She's like, I can tell you get things done. This she guy, looks, I don't know. He's staring at his yeah, comb. He's creeping me out. Yeah. He's creeping me out. And Curtis... He needs something to give him a hint, but then he's like, you're a beautiful Asian woman telling me I need to help you. I'm all in. Well, we already we learned from the first two. He's a good judge of character. He is. So he's just like, I trust instant, you. Instant, instant judge of character. And, you know, Chan warned us of trouble, and we caught to Sean. He's in dire trouble. He needs help. And it's because he's being shot up with everything. One minute, he's all hyped up. The next minute, he's being hit with Duda coffee straight to the vein, and he's just, like, low and somber. And it's happy they threw some Duda coffee in there. I think that was a little nod to, you know, Michael Dudikoff. Well, yeah, because people are wanting. Right at this point in the movie, people are crying for some Dudikoff because Sean is so bad. But he's trying. And so they're cattle prodding him. They're injecting him. Oh, it's horrible. And so he's got the virus, people. This is it. This is this was the whole plot, I think, was yeah. about. And Andreas is like, yes, give the little white meat to me. Well, Andreas isn't there. He's waiting on the boat. Yeah, he's waiting. And they're like, take him to the boat. Okay. Well, I, I don't, guys, we don't know what's going on. They want, they're, they're taking uh, Sean to a boat for some reason. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Like, is we're always, we're like speculating. Is this a, a, a contagious virus? If it's not contagious, then who gives a fuck? Wait, are you supposed to inject everybody to kill is them? That, yeah, really. I don't know because nobody's scared about being infected by this thing. For sure. And so, yes, they take him off to a boat. That, Chan leads Curtis um, and... Oh, Dexter, why is he still with them? 
They should have lost the extra <laughs> weight at this point. Well, I'll, exp- I'll explain why later, why we need Dexter. But, yeah, so they follow them, Chan, Curtis, and, and, and Dex. Yep, they head to the docks. Of course. Always, always misdeeds going on at the docks. That's probably why they had to take him to the docks. We're doing some evil shit. Take him to the docks. Murray, uh, not to go too far into spoilers, but next week we're also going to be fighting on the docks. That's not not much of a spoiler. Because three quarters of the movies we've fucking covered have taken place. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, so they follow him. They do some very loud ninja uh, surveillance. They it's like bad. it's 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 really bad because Chan still has like her like they still, still think she's working with Cobra. Yeah, so she walks like up the ramp onto the boat, but then the ninjas immediately <laughs> turned around and she kicks them. Yeah, here's the here's the thing. All she had to do was look. They know I'm on their side. I'll sneak in. I'll grab Sean. End of problem. Why? So she is walking up the gangplank. And then Curtis is like, I gotta fuck somebody up. I haven't fucked anybody up oh, in like ages. Yeah, he, they just run at the ninjas. She turns around, kicks those ninjas. Okay, that's what. Okay. And then you know, and like fucking Curtis has got the fucking black leather fucking vest on again. He's fucking destroying. They're all kicking ass on the boat. Yeah, they they are just murdering across the boat. I was mentioning earlier with the very liberal sound effects here. Of the punching sound effects, Dexter gets his ass beat. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. And Curtis has to come to his rescue. Right. Well, the guy that Curtis punches off of Dexter, he's all, like, wounded. Dexter's all, like, wobbly and everything. But then he delivered Dexter a few blows. But they are the weakest-looking blows ever. But they still give those full-hearted, <gasps> like fucking Thor's hammer crashing into something. I was mm. like, come on. I don't know. The, the sound guy got really into it. He really know. must have. And I don't know how, when you watch Dexter do anything in this movie, you get into it. Well, they clean house. They clean houseboat. Houseboat. And they finally, they find Sean. He's in the... The, the Coke pad. The Coke pad. Yeah. And like, Sean... Uh, uh, they, something's wrong. He's strung out. He's got his arm hung out. He's, he's like, got his one hand over it. Like orange just, juice, <laughs> chocolate bars. <laughs> and like, guys, I think, and then Curtis like, look, I think this is a little more serious than chocolate bars and orange juice. Yeah, might be. And Chan goes, I know what I can do. Yeah. She taps into the, I believe it's the sixth power of the ninja. Well, she doesn't get a chance to do it quite yet. Oh, that's right, because... Because as soon as, uh, you know, Dexter comes in, Hey, buddy, I got a couple chocolate bars here for you. Who else but Andreas pops out, and he's got a MAC-10. And we all know a MAC-10 means business. And he's like, I'm going to kill you before you die. Oh, and when you're dead, I'm going to chop suey you up. Serve you at a Benihana. I still don't know what's going on with this plan, but <laughs> he's know, gonna I, he's gonna shoot everybody, but he doesn't because Andreas clearly just wants to fuck. He wants to bang a hot young dude. Well, he doesn't get his chance. I don't even know how he remember like that. He got shot, didn't he? Okay, so Murray, here's what happens. Okay, he is at the advantage now that he has <laughs> As to. Your heater goes on super loud. It is loud, but it works now, so okay. I'm happy. This is the how, if you can hear this on the mics. They which, can't. Uh, I was going to say, it sounds like what those hand gliders sounded like. It does. <laughs> it's very similar. These mics uh, aren't quite that sensitive. Um, but Andreas pops around that corner, and he's got the three, Chan, Dex, and uh, uh, um, Curtis. Curtis. 
and they're off in the distance. They're kind of like in the background a little bit, and then uh, Sean, uh, as I've written down here, so I can remember it. Because Sean David, he's the worst, and I hate him. But he's laying on the couch, and he hears Andrea say, basically, like, "You all back away from him. He will be alive." And Sean's like, "Oh, you want me alive?" And so, so I can he, watch you die. I yeah, don't, he gets up. No yeah. Sense. Yeah. He gets up real slowly, and then in his roundhouse, kicks the gun away, oh. catches it somehow, oh. shoots, but he's too weak to aim, so he's kind of like... It's horrible. Suffice it to say, Andreas dies. Yeah. And then... He has a heart attack. He doesn't then get shot. Chan taps into the sixth power of the ninja, which is healing. Yes. We all know that. Yeah. And she momentarily heals him. She doesn't yes, permanently. It's, it's it, just to kind of the pain. put it at ease. But Sean, as, as, as was I are incredibly impressed and he's like what level of ninja are you and she's like levels bitch did you see what i just did to you i'm beyond levels and he's like so am i and then he's like were you azuzo and azumo azumo (laughs) i'm mixing it up with pazuzu the demon from exorcist but Yeah. yeah and she's like Bitch, of course I was. I'm a master of disguise, too, because that's what female ninjas, of course, because all women are good at lying and manipulation. Yeah. And she, uh, she's like, yeah, of course, that was me. He's like, wow, impressive. Yeah. And she's like, guys, I got a plan. I'm going to disguise myself as the secretary of the interior of the ministry, and I'm going to get back into that lab to get the antidote. So it sounds like a great plan, Griff, because she's no, a master of disguise. It is the perfect plan to infiltrate. We saw how the first infiltration went, so clearly they've learned from their mistakes. Did they? <laughs> so I love this. Sean and Dex show up, and they're just kind of hanging on the wings. You got We're going to back you guys up. Yeah, We got Curtis, who's dressed as the driver for the minister's <laughs> and secretary. And we mean the driver? He still has his leather vest on. He just has a chauffeur hat. <laughs> yeah. Sleeveless, packs everywhere. Chest muscles. glistening with pack jelly. Oh, my God. He's just charisma is exploding. Everybody is just, like, just noticing him, which helps Chance Disguise, though, because right. everybody notices Steve James. He lights a room. So she gets in the compound, and she starts looking for the antidote. She goes. She gets to the lab with the, that beautiful painting. Oh, yeah. And those guys with thongs on, and she finds it. So yeah. it's, it looks like a little case you it's keep, a, keep like, pool cue in. Oh, it's beautiful wood, hand-carved, gloss. Made out of cherry wood, I think it oh, was. Beautiful. And she's just about to leave, and then Cobra's like, what are you doing? That's my antidote. How did you get to my lair? And and does she rip off the the no. disguise? Cobra knows. Oh, just no. Cobra knows. He's like, oh, I see you're uh, disguising yourself nowadays, Chan. When you work with Zatan, you know a disguise when you see it. Yeah. Okay, so does 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 she fight? I don't remember. <laughs> Dude, I barely remember this. They get in the lab, start. Mur- I, I think at this point, everybody. Either way, to, uh, when you, the plan is stay and chill, that means two minutes. Curtis won't do something, and then he's just all guns blazing. Yeah. So Curtis waits she, the 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 requisite two minutes. She gets shot. By the way, yeah, she, she gets does, blo- she, she gets get, blown away. Yeah. Cobra shoots her immediately, and but she does rip off the mask. She does. She reveals yeah. her mask. Yeah. 
And so Curtis is like, I haven't killed anyone in five minutes. I got to kill someone. So he ruins the plan again. Yeah. Just starts shooting it. But as luck would have it, he maybe somehow knew Chan was going to get killed because it worked out. It really did work out. He knew maybe he ha- maybe he has new ninja senses now that he's hooking up with Chan a little bit. What the was- two of them have been paling a little bit. And uh, what was Sean doing? Was he, he was sneaking in, too? Dude, I guess he was sneaking in the back or something. Uh, yeah, he had to be. He had to be. Because he, he's infiltrating a different entrance. And he disguises himself as a ninja. This yes. is the one moment in the entire movie that David That's Bradley right. wears the, a ninja this costume. This is it. You're right. And it's only for five seconds. So I he, barely... Uh, yeah, I couldn't remember it. So he so infiltrates... Well, no. Ah! We're missing a whole big piece here. Him and Dex infiltrate so outside curtis is just killing everybody and shooting his machine gun him and dex are infiltrating it they're fighting ninjas a ninja with a bow and arrow comes up shoots at at at, uh dex Dex. fucking uh sean catches two arrows and then unfortunately dexter catches one too but in the heart in the heart so dex dies for our sins guys my Hand, hands is combed at Sean. Bury it with me. Sean just throws it away. It's all <laughs> greasy looking and shit. It's like, sure, bud. Whatever you say. And then he just closes his eyes and then forgets about Dexter. He just, yeah. And so, yeah. Then he dresses a ninja. And then he finds the lab. And he's like, wow, that, that painting is so beautiful. Oh, oh, my God. Chan. Chan is laying there dead. He mourns her for about five seconds. And then Cobra shows up. While this is going on, our man Curtis is finally infiltrated. He's just kicking fucking ass. Before we left this out, beforehand, uh, what's his face? Cobra had given the antidote to Holgren. I think yeah. that was his name. And it's like, get this out get of it here. Get into the vehicle. And he's like, I can do that, boss. Yeah. So Curtis bumps into Holgren. Yeah. Holgren's a bitch. He doesn't even fight. He's just like, don't kill me. I'll suck your dick. And he's just like, I just want the antidote. I don't want, to, I don't want any dick sucking going on. No, none of that. And... And then he like he takes the end out, and for our man Curtis, man of his word, he's going to let Holgren go. And of course, the weasel that Holgren is, he whips out a gun, shoots at fucking Curtis. Curtis dodges the bullets Matrix style. Oh, he's all. <sighs> and then just beats the shit out of fucking Holgren, <laughs> snaps his neck. Well, he had a tie on, so it was very easy because <laughs> he just got a hold of that, and then it's just like just like one of those old clown toys where it's like weighted at the bottom, and you punch it, it yeah, comes punch, right back. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Holgren had that kind of effect going on. Either way, Holgren is dead, and our boy Curtis has the antidote. Yeah, and but so, is it? But is it needed? Yeah, because we joined Sean, and he's in the lab now. He's like ready to get the antidote for himself, and he runs into Cobra himself. And Cobra's like, "Look at you! You're barely a man anymore." And I think they have a very weak fight at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, in his defense, Marjo Gorton is probably in his 40s and has no martial arts experience at all. So, I mean, he's he's at Michael Dudikoff level when it comes to martial arts. Yeah. So, But, you know, they they do a lot of camera trickery. He holds his own a little bit. Shits his pants for some reason. I don't know why (laughs) there's a wet spot in the back of Cobra's pants, but there is. And, well, first, before he fights, he's like, where's my ninja button? He presses this ninja button. Was that in the first round? Yeah. Lights go out. Oh, I thought this was the second round. Because we still have, remember, we still have those, like, zombie guys in thongs. Are you sure this was the second round? 
I didn't think there was a second round. No, 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 yeah, yes, I am yeah, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. right. He doesn't because he's he's the head, he's the main guy. He would not fight the guy first. He needs his henches to fight first. Yeah, okay. So yes, he pulls, he pushes on the in case of emergency, press ninja button. Yeah, presses it. Lights go out. They come back on, and all those guys that were in the thongs disappear, and they're red ninjas. They're red ninjas. These now. are the top ninjas, guys. I think. I think. I'd hope so. And so our buddy, our boy Sean, still takes him out, but he's fucked up, man. He's that's okay. That's right. Yeah. All I know is after this fight, Sean has dismantled all these top tier red ninjas, and now he's he's winded. He's feeling it. Yes. He uh, he's and Cobras is gloating over him, and then he just in his head, mind and soul over body, mind and soul over body. Yeah. And he's remembering what Izumo told him. So he, he relaxes his so he shoulders. Relaxes his shoulders. Bends his knees. Bends his knees. Forgets, fear. forgets all fear. And he he does the the twelfth uh, power of the ninja, which is of I course think we're at seventeen purging of poison. <laughs> purging. And of so poison. like a, a holy light just shines on him, the spotlight, and he's like, oh, and he just purges himself of the poison, the virus that, that evil Cobra injected him with. Cobra's freaking out. He's like, 10 years down the drain! All it took was a ninja hand signal? What the fuck? And this is enrages him to fight. Oh, my God. And at this point, all he's got left is Cobra. And Cobra is like an elderly man, like we said. So he just so he shits his, his pants. He shits his pants and gets his ass beat. By that time, Curtis shows up. Finally. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, bro, I got this antidote. You won't believe what I had to do to get this antidote." Dude, antidote. Let's get you healed up. I did it for you, bro. And then Sean goes, "I don't antidote. Need it. I don't need an antidote." He pulls out Shokazuki on us. Uh, I don't need it. Was the antidote was always here? And he points to his heart. And Curtis like, "What? What the fuck? What the uh, uh, okay?" And then like uh, like in every like slasher movie. Yep. Fucking our boy Cobra pops back up for just one last bashing, and they kick the shit out of him. I think they snap his neck. Yep. And then it's just like, and then while this is going on, the Minister of Interior, I guess may, maybe Chan killed the secretary. That's why she went missing. I don't know, but he finally shows up. They they in, like the army shows up, takes attacks East Bay Ray's lab, yep. shuts it down. So that's going on all while all this other shit's going down. So now we get the whole hey buddy, you know. This fucking ninja shit. Crazy, ain't it? <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm getting, I think he even says the, he's the old, I'm getting too old for this ninja shit. Yeah. And then they totally forget about Chan. Chan's dead body's like literally 10 feet away. They just literally. step on her to get old, you yep. know. Dex, he's dead. And then Curtis like, Dex, what's up with him? Oh, he died. Well, here's his comb. <laughs> and, he, and then Curtis laughs and then throws it in the trash. And then they just walk off and. Closing hey. credits, and we get that beautiful song we heard at the beginning of the episode, mm. When the Cobra Strikes. When the Cobra George S. Clinton. God damn. That was quite the ninja movie. I'm not sure I like it Dave was, Bradley in that role. Uh, I don't yeah, think I, like I don't it. know. Maybe maybe there's a good David Bradley movie out there. We haven't seen it yet. I thought American Samurai was good, again. Okay, I don't remember it. Yeah. but It's, it's been almost two... Well, not quite two. It's been over a year. It's been over a year. Yeah. That's forever for us. Yeah, it is. I can't remember what we did last week. Uh, for sure. So, yeah, that's it. And uh, so, Griff, from someone who we love and adore yeah. in Steve James, someone we loathe and despise well, for next week. I mean, okay, yeah, he plays a very minor role in it, but still, we do get another actor we love and adore in Fred Williamson. In well, he, yeah, I was going to get to that. He makes it p- 
palatable. Yeah. Because of course the people, the man I'm talking, we loathe and despise. <laughs> and we're gonna make sure we're gonna. I don't care how many movies it takes. We're gonna get through your guys because there's some people who actually think this guy's good. If you I've argued with people on Twitter about this. If you don't think Ginty is a piece of shit after this next Thanks, movie, you just killed my fucking intro, Griff. I didn't even say it yet. Yeah. I <laughs> We're talking about Robert fucking Ginty. Griff, incest. What's your opinion on incest? I hate it. Well, according to Pornhub, it's very popular. I agree with you. It's disgusting. You're thinking now you're thinking to yourself, incest, Ginty, what do they have to do with each other? Well, you're going to have to listen to next week's episode to find out. Oh, my God. But. If you like Ginty after this episode, you're 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 a basket of deplorables, as Harley <laughs> Clinton would say, because he's a piece of shit. He looks like fucking Larry Bird in this movie. It <laughs> really does. bothers me. Thank God Fred Williamson classes the plate up. Griff, we're talking about white fire, white fire. So it ain't gonna be a white Christmas, but it's gonna be a white fire next week. <laughs> so tune in for that, and as always, keep it warm. <laughs>